like not again! Welcome back to the Spirit of South Park podcast. I'm your host, Drew, joined as always by my co-host, Matt. How's it going tonight, Matt? Doing well. Can't complain. And we are finally getting together for our season one review show. Um, We've got uh, quite a few things uh, lined up here to go over. We have no idea how long this is going to take, but we're going to get through it as best we can. And it could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour and 30 minutes. I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, we'll just see where where it takes us, as they say. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess before we move on, anything new and exciting with you? Uh, not not that. No, not really. Uh, just work? Yeah, just working, living life. Uh, the health insurance industry is kind of crazy this time of year, so that's been fun. I bet, I bet. Um, I just finished taking a... 30-hour water safety class. That sounds fun. And the 30 hours, oh my god, the 30 hours were in a pool and in an online classroom. So I spent about 10 hours in a pool on Thursday and Friday, and then I had to do the rest of the online class stuff um, pretty much on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, so I'm super glad to be done with that. (laughs) I bet. Um, But the good news is I can teach you how to swim, and I could potentially save you if you start to drown, so... Uh, you know, for all those luxurious beach vacations we take together, we'll be okay. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this thing really takes off, I guess we'll see, but... Yeah, right, right. We're not there yet. <laughs> um, I don't think we have any listener comments. Uh, we'll save some of their questions for later here with the Season 1 Review Show. Um, no real announcements. I We haven't talked yet about uh, Season 2, when we're going to be putting that out but i'd imagine we'll be starting here you know trying to keep at the same pace of one every eh, one two three weeks whatever happened there but we don't we're not taking a hiatus or anything we're just you know super damn slow yeah exactly <laughs> and and but who uh, knows with the holidays but we'll see we're, we'll right. obviously do our best to to keep it keep it pumping for you yep. guys but yep um another little thing i'll tease here I haven't looked fully into it yet, but I did notice uh, there was another podcast that was reviewing our podcast. Did you uh, notice that? I on did Twitter? the Pick Me podcast. Yes, the Pick Me podcast, and uh, from the the gist of it, I haven't listened to it yet, so I don't want to you know butcher the concept of the show. But from what I read about it, uh, was this guy picks random podcasts and listens to them and reviews them. And then I, if he likes him, he like begs to be on the show as a guest or something. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting from his Twitter. Um, um, I don't. He hasn't listened to us a whole lot, I guess. But I mean, if he's going to be begging us to be a guest, he's not going to have to beg very hard. But he doesn't know that, <laughs> right? Uh, the begging <laughs> is, yeah, welcome to the show. <clears throat> yeah, right. Okay, when do you want to do it? Sure, great, we'll be there. Right. Um, it's not if, but, it's you know, when. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but we'll play hard to get when he contacts us because that's what we do. Wink, wink, <laughs> wink, wink. Um, speaking of season two and guests, uh, I have kind of been working on the guest outline for season two as well. Um, we're going to bring back some old guests. We'll have some new guests, and uh, sometimes you'll get shows again where it's just me and Matt doing me and Matt things. So there's that to look forward to as well. Um, But in this episode, we're going to review season one. It's going to be kind of a mix of the actual season and our experience in the first season of our podcast. Um, 
you know, I guess to start off here with a little bit of a state of the union or state of the podcast. Um, oh boy, we're getting technical. Yeah, yeah, right. We uh, we had no idea what the hell we were doing when we started this six months ago, did we? No, absolutely not. No, <laughs> no idea. What the hell? Yeah, and we're we're slowly figuring it out. Um, and uh, we're we're in a good place now. We get a lot of good compliments on the show, and um, we we're comfortable with where we're at, so that's good. But uh, um, we're we're one season down, and we're growing. Hopefully, we continue to grow, and things continue to go well. But uh, yeah, that's kind of the state of where we're at. We're we're still, I think, very committed to this. We just have a lot of shit going on, so that's life. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, what what are your thoughts on where we're at now after season one of the podcast? Um, yeah, I I I echo what you say. Uh, we had no idea what the hell we were doing. Uh, we're just like, yeah, let's do this podcast thing. And then uh, there's a pandemic. What else can we right, do? Right? It's we we <clears throat> both worked at home and well, I mean, really didn't do much for for three months there. So we're like, yeah, what the hell? Why yeah. not? Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like you said, I'm I'm also really excited to kind of see where we continue to go from here. Um, I think mm-hmm. we've already learned a lot about just doing a podcast in general. Um, yeah, and it's like like you said, it's like life is now happening again. Um, that was kind <laughs> of uh, something you brought up on the uh, one of our previous episodes uh, we did a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, and, and so it's like, yeah, we're we're going to obviously push content as fast as we can. Um, unfortunately, this doesn't pay us well enough for, <laughs> to, just, right, right. to just focus on this solely. But, yeah, I mean, looking forward to where we go in the future and as we continue to learn and, and improve the quality of the content that we're providing to you guys. Yep. I agree. That's uh, very well said. So, I mean, we're, we're kind of on the same page here. And I think we'll probably touch on some of those things as we go through the show, too. Um Man, you said something that I was going to comment on, and now I don't remember what it was. It'll come back to me at some point. <laughs> um, but let's talk South Park. All right. Uh, season one is in the books. We've watched every episode. We've scored every episode. What is your big picture impression for season one, Matt? Um, big picture impression is that so far this is a show that I love. Um, <laughs> so and I don't know if we really gave this story, but like... I was starting to watch South Park from the beginning, and and then Drew was like, yeah. "Oh, I've been wanting to do this podcast," and then we're like, "Yeah, that would be awesome to have the two dynamics." Now, to be fair, I wanted to start a blog. Yes, you did. You <laughs> did. That's very. That's and very we true. thought it might be easier to talk about as a podcast because I think, as you and I would both agree, the blog is fun. The blog gives us a place to put our thoughts into words, yes. where people can read it. It gives us a website. That's all cool. It's a fucking pain in the ass to update, though. Oh, it is. And <laughs> it, it is what it is, you know? Right. And then it's like, <clears throat> like, and I don't know, like, how your feelings are about this, but, like, I, we definitely get more engagement on the podcast side. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think that's just, that just speaks to, I guess, society nowadays, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. They just want to be able to listen. Like, people don't read a lot anymore. Um, no. so like, like no. the blog world is just kind of in a weird spot and I don't really know if there's a future for bloggers out there. And if you're a blogger, don't, don't come after me. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> this is just my feeling. Just sharing his two cents. Right. Um, yeah. I, 
Wait. I like our blog and our website to serve as like a home base for exactly. us. You know, if people want to check us out or, you know, if we ever like sell merchandise or put up like a donation link or something. Right. Well, and then, you can support a struggling podcaster <laughs> for less than a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah, his full-time job doesn't <laughs> allow him to buy cool things. Um, right. <clears throat> but, yeah, it, like, it's a nice home base. It's got, obviously, it got linked to the to our Twitter, to each podcast episode, and then it has the actual blog. And it, it does, mm-hmm. I, I agree, it serves as a, a, a good purpose of being, hey, we have this thing we do, check everything out here, yeah. and it explains it all and whatnot. Do we... Do we have a Discord link on our blog? Uh, we don't. I think I've said I'm going to add that for like the past 10 <laughs> episodes, so I need to do that. Yeah, we'll do that one of these days. Yeah. Um, I'll get to it I'm by just gonna, like season five. <laughs> gonna, yeah, right? I'm going to wrap that up with a thought I had, uh, or a, a discussion I had with my cousin. At one point, we were talking about, this was early on, too. We were talking about the scoring system and how a couple scores went. And I was like, well, have you looked at the blog? He's like, no, I don't have time for that shit. And I'm like, oh, good point. <laughs> it's so See? much easier just to turn it on while you're driving to work or whatever. Exactly. And you're not you're not messing around with a blog. So uh, thank you for pointing that out, Jason. Um, <laughs> anyway, we got on that tangent there because you were giving your big picture impressions from season one. So continue. I was. So big picture impressions was um, that this is a show that I love and I cannot I cannot wait for just I guess the rest of the seasons like I find myself at a point where it's like I've I've grown to enjoy the show and it's like I sit down and I just want to watch it and I'm like oh but I can't ruin like that that first initial impression and feeling and excitement <laughs> factor right um and right. That, that that does kind of suck at times but like yeah like I, so that's my big picture I love the show um and I'm looking forward to the future that we we have here I agree. I think uh, you summed it up well. And, you know, my big picture take home from, you know, season one of the show, season one of our show is my favorite word, the N-word, nostalgia. Whoa, dude. Um, oh, boy. It's, it's, yeah, I know. I, I had to do that. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's a blast from the past with every episode, even, you know, the episodes that I, I know I haven't seen or I only know bits and pieces about. Um. I can't tell you how excited I am about season two because I know I've said that probably like every episode for the last five episodes. But I, I really think when all this is said and done, season two is probably going to be near the top of my favorites list uh, because I have a lot of good positive memories there. But um, season one um, really kind of sets the bar for everything else that's coming up. You know, it it introduces you to the characters. It starts to introduce you to a lot of the secondary characters. Um, and you see ways that the characters change, you know, over time, especially, you know, seeing the, uh, early introductions of characters like Randy, who, as you know, through the pandemic special is a totally different character now. Um, and, and there's a lot of growth and things you see through that. You see characters make their debut here in this episode or in this season, and you'll see them in other episodes where, you know, maybe they're carrying an episode or they become kind of their own thing. Um, and it's it's really cool to see where it all starts off. And so to me, I mean, this is the foundation of the house or the foundation of the empire that is the South Park Empire. Ooh, I like that. Which, you know, feeds into our next question here. You know, we talked about the season one big picture impressions, but somebody asked about the historical context of the season. And, you know, I think that's it. You know, it's the foundation. 
It's where everything starts for the next 23 seasons. Um, is there anything in terms of historical context you want to point out, Matt, that might be a hard one for you? Yeah, I think that one is a difficult one for me. Um, so I don't know that there is anything I'd like to point out. Um, cause obviously it, I don't have that N word, the nostalgia. Um, yeah. and I don't have, <laughs> I mean, I don't have any clue of, uh, of the so-called South Park empire. Um, right. We're, we're making your nostalgia right, right. now, Matt. That's what this so, is. So <laughs> I guess in that in that aspect, it's like I am where I am with South Park. And like I said, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Sure. All right. Uh, last thing we have here with our, our kind of big picture thoughts. Is there anything that you would change from this season if you could change anything from this season? Mm. Uh, more Cartman, uh, and and not that there was a lack of Cartman, uh, but at this point, I just feel like you can never have too much Cartman. So right now, I'm imagining the uh, Saturday Night Live meme with uh, Christopher Walken. If you're familiar with the more cowbell skit, <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, so two points for Matt. He actually understands what the no cowbell skit is, so I will give him credit there. Um, but I'm imagining that with you and. Uh, I've got a prescription, or I've got a fever, and the only prescription is more Cartman. More. Um, it works. Let's put it on a shirt. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, all right. So, anything else you want to say about season one here before we move on? Um, don't believe so. I think that's okay. it for for big picture things. All right. So, at this point, we've kind of broken down throughout the episode, or yes, throughout our episode, we're going to talk about different episodes and where they fell within our rankings. Um, and Matt and I have also made a top four list because we don't like numbers that are conventional. We said, <laughs> screw top five, let's go with top four. So we also made a list each of the top four things we've learned um, throughout this season, whether it be the first season of South Park or the first season of our show. <clears throat> Pet your editor. <clears throat> and so we're going to go through that list a little bit at a time, kind of tease it as we work through the episode. I like it. So anyway... Um, Episodes 13 through 10, the episodes that finished 13th through 10 in our rankings. We're just going to talk about each one. We're going to talk about where each one came up in our own personal rankings and, uh, you know, kind of give it its Viking funeral and send it off in, uh, you know, a ship of fire. What the hell? So that was a terrible analogy. Yeah, I'm really not Ed sure where you were going edit, there. Edit that out, please. Um, so, yeah. Episode 13, our lowest ranked episode from season one with a composite score of 24.4 was Tom's rhinoplasty. Um, I'm going to go ahead and steal a quote from my former college roommate who said, oh, that shitty episode. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you want to say about Tom's rhinoplasty? Um, I mean, I had one that what? So on my personal list, this fell at 12. Um, yes, and this was my lowest rated episode of the season. By a decent three points, but still, like, it's also pretty far below, like, the middle of the pack. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would just echo, yeah, that shitty episode. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, what, I gave it a 25, and my next closest score was a 28, so. <laughs> Sorry, Tom's rhinoplasty. Um, Garrison was strong in it. Uh, the David Hasselhoff thing was kind of funny. And Miss Ellen? was kind of cool i guess i don't that's that's about as far as it goes right. so all right tom's rhinoplasty finished at number 13 um our number 12 episode for the season was 
Weight Gain 4000. This was the third episode of the season. Um, I actually came in a lot higher on this one than you did. You gave it a 20.3. I gave it a 31.9. Overall, we had it at a 26.1. Any thoughts for Weight Gain 4000? So this was an episode that I kind of looked back on when I was getting ready for this episode. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was just looking at Weight Gain 4000. I'm like... How? Wh- why was it so low uh, for me? Right. Because uh, if it's like my score was the one dragging it down there by quite a bit. Um, oh yeah, there was that. Would might be our biggest gap of the whole season. Oh yeah, it, it's big. It's over eleven. Um, yeah, that's and it, it was my lowest scored episode. Um, so it's like yeah. I don't know if I was like in a shitty mood when I watched that episode <laughs> or. Like if I I don't I don't know if I was constipated that day or something was going on, um, um, you know when when we scored it I the thought I had as to why your score was so low was because it made a lot of historical references that weren't quite within your wheelhouse like yeah um, the whole JFK thing like the whole you know yeah he's trying to shoot Kathy Lee Gifford you didn't even know who Kathy Lee Gifford was. He's trying to shoot her from the the book depository, and I thought that was the funniest thing. And you're like, "What's a book depository? Who's Kathy Lee Gifford?" So it's like, you know, maybe if you're you're a little older, you're from a different era, maybe that's something that hits more with you. But it makes sense, you know? Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like this one was uh, was underrated. Yeah. And I feel like it definitely should have been higher. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think if you look at the episodes that are around it on the list, I think it should be at least one higher. Um, but honestly, it's probably right about where it belongs. Yeah. Um, the problem is like it's the the gap between it and the next episode is like two point nine, and they should probably be like closer to tight. But exactly. We're we're splitting hairs at this point. <laughs> Uh, anything else for weight gain 4,000? I do not believe Our 12th so. ranked episode. All right. Our 11th ranked episode uh, was episode 1.5, An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig. Um, our scores were a lot closer on this one. I was at a 29.9. You were at a 28.1 for a 29 composite. Our listeners came in higher on this one um, than we did at a 31.8, which all of our bottom three to this point have a higher listener score than our composite score. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the listener scores. Tom's rhinoplasty was like number five, and Alpha Mix Love Your Paper is <laughs> number six. Weight Gain 4000 was number seven. Yeah, our listeners and us don't usually agree. Um, what's weird is I'd say we probably have similar senses of humor, but our scores don't always reflect that. Right. but uh, Which is interesting. Hey, to each their own, right? That's right. Um, anything you want to say about an elephant makes love to a pig? I don't think so. Uh, I also had an 11 on my personal score, so um, I think it's right where, where I thought it should be. Yeah, that came at uh, the 11th spot on my personal score as well. Um, that's where we, we met Mephesto, and he's just kind of a weird character. Um, and I, I don't know if I ever like him or not, but I appreciate his presence because he's just weird. <laughs> right. Um, and his, you know, affinity for wanting to clone multiple assed animals. I think I can agree with that. You know, who doesn't? <laughs> who wouldn't love to see, you know, a five assed donkey just hanging out somewhere? Hey, I wouldn't complain. Uh, anyway, there, there's there's places that could go. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> um, 
our number 10 episode for season one um, was one we had a show on not too long ago. And that was uh, episode 1.12, Mecha Streisand. Um, and I came in with a 32.6. You came in at a 28.2 for a composite of 30.4. Our listeners came in at a 28.05. Um, I'll start off here. That was an episode that I had not seen before. And I probably laughed more at this than any any other episode. There was just a lot of little subtle things. Um, but anytime you're seeing something for the first time, you know you're probably going to laugh more, especially if it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did enjoy Mecha Streisand. I was surprised that it finished as low as it did. Um, it came in on my list at number nine. So I mean, I guess it wasn't too much higher. But uh, what do you want to say about Mecha Streisand? So this was also this was my number ten. Um, so right where it fell on our composite. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I think I agree. Um, like there was there was many parts that made me laugh. Um, but I guess overall as an episode, it just wasn't up there with the top tiers of the season, um, yeah. based on the score. The bar gets set pretty high at some point. Yeah. Some points. It, yeah, I did. Um, uh, but yeah, it's not a bad episode. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just, I think that's just where it ended up falling in this season. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that, uh, covers our first portion of the episode review. Uh, let's talk about the top four things we learned. And I'm going to go ahead and lead off here because I don't know how different our lists are going to be. Okay. Um, but I'm going to get all like, you know, sad and touchy feely here and say the the number four thing I learned during this season was that we are surrounded by a lot of good people who are supporting us in this. Um, <laughs> uh, it's been cool to see how it's grown. Like, you know, this has grown amongst my friends and people I know a lot faster probably than people you know because you know there's the age gap Uh, a lot of people i know are having the same type of emotional nostalgia type connections to south park that i am with this and so i know i know people are enjoying that aspect of it um but we're just i mean at one point we had a projected audience i think of 45 listeners on uh you know our podcast software there uh we have one episode that has over 100 listens now which is pretty cool if you ask me. We're up to like 750 total plays. So, um, and we've got a lot of cool people around us. Like we didn't expect to have an editor, you know, somebody to come in and give us a really good deal and, and help us edit stuff, you know, because that's what what uh, friends do. And, and we've just been very, very fortunate with that. And so thank you to all of you who've helped us out to this point. Wow. Sounds like your top four is going to be way better than mine. Yeah, it's okay. It gets it gets way better. Um, <laughs> oh. What about you, Matt? What's the number four thing you've learned? So I guess mine's similar in a way. Um, so my number four, uh, it literally says editing audio is not as easy as I thought it would be. <laughs> um, obviously, Correct. we learned very quickly that we wanted a higher quality than what either of us could produce just trying to yes. edit it in some free software we find online. So right. obviously like you had just mentioned, that's, I mean, that's why we reached out to some people. We asked around and we have some, some really good friends who, who uh, were willing to help us out and uh, at a, at a decent price. Um, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've uh, I, I've received so many compliments on the quality of our audio. Yeah, and he does um, a really especially good job. for an, a new uh, podcast. Yeah, shout out to Matt Caruso again. Thank you, yes. Matt. Awesome. Thank um, you, Matt, as always, and the cool Matt who's associated with this uh, program. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and by the way, if you listen to um, our 
Cartman's Mom's a Dirty Slut episode. Fantastic drop um, when we dropped the news that Matt got married. Uh, I went back and listened to that multiple times and laughed every time. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm looking at our episode outline now, and we should have put this higher up, but oops. Uh, any loose ends we want to tie up from our last episode, Cartman's Mom is a Dirty Slut? Uh, I don't believe so. But I was also looking at that. I'm like, oh, we probably should have just had that up. So I think, yeah, I think we yeah. kind of touched on that, so I think we can move on. Yeah, all I'm going to say is I'm looking forward to the uh, finish of the cliffhanger portion of that. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. I, I know how that goes, and I'm eagerly anticipating your reaction to it. <laughs> um, we haven't had any play-along scores shared yet, but we'll, we want to record our listener scores, so please go ahead and submit them if you haven't yet. Um, and we'll put that down in our doc, and we'll talk about it once we get to Season 2. And now this is the big one for our loose ends, Matt. This is our final chance to s- discuss score changes from Season 1. Yes. And Matt and I had a conversation about this just uh, before we started recording. I have one left. Matt has two. I'm comfortable with my scores. I feel pretty good about them. Matt has a few things he wants to change. So I'm gifting Matt my remaining score change so matt the floor is yours tell us what you need to change yes so the first two minute change were big controversies when uh when it was first (laughs) released and i've had these marked down for i think months now um oh yeah but i think about it every morning when i wake up (laughs) and you cry a little bit inside thinking wow how the hell did he do that (laughs) um so it is both the irreverence and relevance category on season one, episode five, An Elephant Makes Love to a Pig. I initially gave these both a zero. Um, a zero. I did not. A zero. A zero. Zero. I came in at, I came in at a 3.4 and a 2.8 for what that's worth. He did. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to make relevance and irreverence both a 2.5. I think that's fair. Um, I don't know what kind of notes you took. I was thinking, like, I don't know how we could go back that far and adjust, because that was, like, freaking June or July. Um, but, you know, if you made notes, if not, if you just want to give a very general score like that, like, that's cool, too, because the bottom line is, it's there was still more there than zero. Than zero, yes. <laughs> um, okay. So, so along... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I obviously didn't see as much as you did, uh, but, like, after we went back and we had those discussions, I'm like... Yeah, I'm going to have to change those at some point. But I didn't know (laughs) if I was going to, you know, fuck anything else up or not. Um, Right. So I wanted to make sure before I went back. So that's why I waited and held out so long. Uh, But, yeah. I think that's a good call. Um, We will have to add that into our rankings here. Uh, just wait till I go on a rant later, and you can, you can just slide that in. <laughs> Will do. Uh, what else are you going to change, Matt, with your gifted score change? Yes. The other one is going to be from Mecha Streisand, um, a more recent episode. Um, this episode, it was for the irreverence. Um, so I gave the irreverence on that episode a score of one. Um, yes. Now, you came in at a 3.6, and again, after Correct. some more discussion... Uh, and the way they kind of mocked uh, Barbara Streisand and all the other various <laughs> things in that episode. Um, I'm going to change that one to a three. I like it. I like it. I think uh, two very good calls there by you. Um, we will go ahead and highlight that. And like I said, just whenever you get a chance here, yep. 
We'll see if that makes a difference in our rankings. I don't know if it will. I mean, yeah, both of those episodes fall low, low enough that it's not like in our cluster of shows that are separated by less than a point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it shouldn't be a big deal, but it should pull them back up closer um, to the rest of the group. So just something to keep an eye on. Yep. Um, I've been anticipating that for so long that I'm very excited. Now I think you made the right choice. Um, the zeros had to go, in my opinion, and uh, I think you probably <laughs> felt that way, too. But, uh, okay. So let's talk about episodes nine through five. Um, episode nine for us with our rankings was episode um, 1.10, which was Damien. Uh, Damien was the episode where uh, Satan's son comes to school in South Park, and we end up getting the battle, the boxing match between Jesus and Satan. Uh, I came in at a 34.9. You came in at a 30.4 for a composite of a 32.65. Um, Damien came in as my sixth-ranked episode for the season. Where did it come in for you? Uh, it also came in at my number nine. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah. Holding true to form. Yeah, so far, I mean... Uh, other than one, two of them flipping spots, I mean, my 9 through 13 are the same as our composite, <laughs> which I guess I don't really know how that works. But it's funny how numbers work <laughs> out, isn't it? Yes. Um, yes, it is. So, yeah, like you said, I, I had it at a 30.4, obviously a respectable score. Um, mm-hmm. Not up there with the best of them. Not bad. Makes you laugh. Good episode. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um I always, I think I came in really high with a reverence and relevance for that. Uh, anytime you're mocking religion as heavily as that episode did, uh, um, it's always, always fun. Um, the moment that sticks out in my mind is when uh, Jesus is at the bar, you know, giving everybody crap for for betting against him, and even the the priest did too. So, uh, not a bad episode. Uh, our number eight episode is the episode that we just put out. Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. This was the anomaly in our scoring where you and I came in with exactly the same score of a 33.6. <laughs> and a 33.6 for me was my seventh overall episode. And where did that fall for you? Yeah, a 33.6 for me fell at number five. Okay. Um, Which, you know, kind of goes along with what we've talked about, what we've known. Your scores are usually a little bit lower than mine. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, we can always speculate, but yeah, so it's not too surprising. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I obviously, I mean, it's my number five episode, so I mean, I I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was funny, uh, as you mentioned, the cliffhanger. Looking forward to that. Um, yep. And it's uh, it, it it literally focuses on Cartman, which, <laughs> gosh, I don't know how you can come up with a better better initial plot to go off of there. Right. And like I said earlier, I cannot wait for you to see the conclusion to that because it's going to be <laughs> epic. Um, episode 7 was Starvin Marvin, the introduction to our favorite Ethiopian. Uh, I had a 36 there. You had a 32.4. And this starts our stretch of scores that fall um, within a point of each other. So a 34.2 for Starvin Marvin. Our listener score there was a 34.05. That might be the closest we had in terms of connections with our listeners Um, because those scores are not far apart. No, they're not. Um, I'm a big Starvin' Marvin fan. It's not my favorite Starvin' Marvin episode. We'll get there. 
but uh, good episode. I always think of uh, um, when they're sitting there eating at the buffet and, and Cartman takes the food off Marvin's plate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Anything you want to add about Starving Marvin there? Uh, it was definitely funny. Um, the, the plot had a lot of great moments. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good episode. Uh, Starvin' Marvin was my number five. I'm going to guess it came in a little bit lower for you. Yes, it was my number six. Yeah, a little bit lower. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, just a tad bit. <laughs> um, so that closes the book on Starvin' Marvin at seven. So then we get to the top half of our rankings here. Um, our number six episode was Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Uh, we had about a five-point difference here. I was at a 37.1, and you were at a 31.8 for a composite of 34.45. Um, Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride was my fourth-ranked episode. Um, honestly, I thought it was going to be higher. That was something uh, we talked about a little bit before the show. It was probably the episode I thought was most underrated in the first season was Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride, but... Uh, I always my favorite thing about that episode is that the main plot, the whole thing with the gay dog and big gay owl, like it has a point, it has a purpose. You know, they're trying to make a statement, mm-hmm. and then the whole subplot of the football game, and everybody betting on an elementary football game, and the horse and John Stamos's brother. It's just I can't tell you how many times I watched that episode growing up, and it's just all stuff that always makes me laugh no matter what. Yeah, so I this one was. Uh, a tad bit lower for me. Uh, it was at number seven, um, so still right around where the composite came in. Yeah. Uh, but off- obviously, our uh, score difference was a, a decently substantial there. Yeah. Um, with almost a uh, was that like a like a five and a half, almost almost a yeah five um, or so. Yep, that's about where our difference was there. Yeah. So I mean, it's a decently substantial. So that's kind of it. Did drag it down. I mean, based on your score, I mean, you thought it should be... Oh, where did you say that fell for you? Oh, number four. Number four, four yeah. Right. I think the um, biggest difference was I, I gave a lot of credit there for relevance um, and irreverence. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I might have came in with even two fives on those just because it hit it had, hit a lot of hard topics early in the show. Um, yeah, so you came in with a five on relevance, and I came in at a 3.7. Yeah. Um. So a little bit of variance there. Um. But yeah, I mean the overall on the on the episode scores. I mean it was a three point difference there alone. Sure. So, um, but yeah, but I mean it, it's another one that's right in the middle. Um, yeah. Obviously, I thought it was a little bit lower coming in at seven, but still, I mean, towards the towards the middle of the pack there. Yep. And uh, just to to make sure you know to go over it there, that's a a point two five difference over starvin marvin it came in that much higher over that um the fifth episode that we came in with was pink eye and pink eye was at a 34.6 so it was only 1.15 above big gay Al's big gay boat ride um but this is actually our biggest difference in scores matt came in at a 41 which i believe was the highest score given in the entire season tied with my 41 that i gave later on mm-hmm. 41 for you and i came in at a 28.2 um, Pink Eye would have had to have been probably like my eighth episode. Oh wow, no, not even close. Ooh. It's my twelfth episode. Wow. Um, Pink Eye didn't hit with me the same way it did with you. Um, I I didn't even look at the scores to go back and and know. I just know that um, 
I remember doing that episode and I was really surprised at how far apart we were on that. Yeah, I, <laughs> we definitely disagreed. Um, it was my number one overall episode. Um, I loved the core four in this. Obviously, Kenny was like the main character there with, uh, well, not I wouldn't say the main character, but he played a, a very large role. Yeah. Um, so he got a good score there. It made me laugh. Cartman got a perfect three from me on that episode. Shocker. Kyle and Stan were both hot. <laughs> right. Uh, Kyle and Stan were both high for me. Um, were you high when you watched I it? I loved the episode. What's that? I said, were you high when you watched it? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Um, That's what makes me wonder. Maybe yeah. maybe that was an episode where I had a bad day or something was going on. Like, why did I come in that low? Um, well, yeah, but I mean, there's also going to be episodes that we just we don't. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't agree on. Uh, that was also yeah. the episode where Cartman was dressed up as Hitler, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> it was because that was their Halloween episode. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're right. Um, and I'm actually looking at my notes now, and I I did mention multiple times the the hitler costume the kkk costume uh, okay yep yep uh, i might have to go back and watch things. that one again not that i'm going to change my score or anything but i'm just wondering why that missed by as much as it did for me so yeah um real quick yeah. before we move on oh, yes uh, i did go ahead and update those scores so mecca streisand became a composite of a 31.4 which stays pretty close but the changes I made to an elephant makes love to a pig is going to bump it above Mecha Streisand. Wow. So they're going to swap 10 and 11 now. I am shocked, and that's why we should have moved that up in our show outline. Nice job, dumbass. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting. I, I didn't think we were going to see that much of a swing, um, and I definitely don't agree with it. <laughs> I felt like Mecha Streisand was kind of lower anyway, but... As we will talk about later, to an elephant makes love to a pig was not my favorite episode. Ooh. <laughs> um, so that was episodes nine through five. Just to uh, review again, Damien was nine. Cartman's mom's a dirty slut was eight. Starvin' Marvin seven. Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride was six, and Pink Eye came in at fifth. So that leaves us with our top four left to go. Um, and now we're going to hit our highlights from season one so the first thing we're going to discuss here and these were mostly brought up to us by our fans um <clears throat> different people commented on twitter or discord or text message um, and one thing we tried to do for this was stay away from a lot of statistical based things and just go with uh you know kind of feelings and thoughts and things like that so um so our first category is our favorite episode without the score so without looking at the score if you had to look at season one just by the episode titles, what was your favorite episode, Matt? So without looking at scores, my favorite episode was Volcano. And I knew that was exactly what you were going to say. <laughs> um, I also said Volcano. Ooh. Now, for me, that's a lot of nostalgia-based things. Um, I, I identified when we scored it that I scored it probably a little lower than I should have because that was the first episode I ever saw, so I... I was a little harder on it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that score should maybe be a little higher. But in terms of favorite episode, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, least favorite episode, if you're not paying attention to score. Uh, Got to go with Big Gay Al's Big Ooh. Gay Boat Ride. 
And that's hard. F- I knew that was going to cause some controversy yeah, with you. I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even within your own mind, I think you're wrong because I remember how much you enjoyed the uh, whole whole uh, football side story there with uh, the lead up there into me. That side story, the subplot there is worth more alone than anything out of Tom's rhinoplasty or an elephant makes love to a pig. Okay. Pretty, pretty heated here. But uh, <laughs> no. It's uh, that surprises me, but you know, to each his own, I guess. Um, but yeah, my least favorite episode was an elephant makes love to a pig. I don't even remember anything from it. Mephesto was there. There were asses. Like that's it. Um, <laughs> one thing we just missed back with our episodes nine through five, we didn't go over top four thing number three. Ooh, that's right. What is right. the third thing on your list there, Matt? What is the third um, thing? You've so number three was. Uh, it's worth it to invest in some decent, and I have decent italicized, <laughs> decent, uh, not professional, decent recording equipment. Yes, that's helpful. Um, I, um, I, probably, I started out, yeah, What? go ahead. I was just going to say, I probably need to invest more in my recording equipment. Um, what I have is working, but it's still not the best quality or close to it. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say it's like I started out using like an old 2012 <laughs> LG headset. Yeah. Um, and the second that we started having someone edit it, it they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, this needs to stop." <laughs> like, <laughs> Take this. I was thing, like, "Okay, throw it in the trash." Yes, sir. Get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my number three. How about you? That's a good shout. I like that. Um, my number three was that you and I have a better. Um, what's the word I use? We have a better connection, a better on-air presence with each other. Better dynamic was the word I used um, than I thought we okay. would have. Like uh, we've kind of been figuring that out as we go along. But um, I remember the first time we sat down to do a show, I was like, uh, "So who's going to talk first? <laughs> and uh. and now it's like you know we've got we've got it kind of figured out how we want to do it and how we go through things and um, yeah. we work out well together in a podcast. So I'm. I'm happy for that. I would agree with that. Yep. Um, back to our highlights there. What was your funniest episode of season one? Uh, that was also Volcano. Oh, damn. We're boring as hell. I also said Volcano. Um, <laughs> I th- <laughs> wow. We uh, So Volcano was what? Our number two? Yeah. yeah. And that's the Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo was a really good episode. Um, and it's. It is. It's up there and i think those two end up in the right spot not to bury the lead there but uh um those were the two i was trying to decide between the funniest episode um and i also went with volcano just for the fact that scuzzlebutt is scuzzlebutt and they're coming right for us right and yeah there's just there's so there's, much in that and like just so many quotes like you just <laughs> mentioned they're coming right, right. for us and right it's just like you you laugh almost like the yes. entire time like it starts off with them getting picked up and then <laughs> Asking the kids right. if they want a beer and stuff like that. Right. And, um, I mean, yeah, it's just a Definitely. funny episode. Um, who was your favorite non-core four character? So favorite secondary character. So this might surprise you, but I'm going to go with Chef here. Okay. Uh, mainly because of the songs. Yeah. Um, I think his songs add a lot. Uh, even though I listed as my least favorite episode, his song like for the football team and uh, in Big Gay, I was Big Gay Boat yep. Ride. Um, and, and the many other ones that I can't even <laughs> think of all of them off the top of my head. 
Yeah, um, it's but yeah, I'm going with Chef. His presence is definitely felt early on. Um, and that's actually the answer I thought you were going to give, so I'm not super surprised there. Because um, oh, you've okay. always had positive things to say about Chef, and you always comment on the song. Um, the best part is we've not gotten to his best songs yet. Like there, Ooh. there are two Chef songs. Cause I was trying to think the other day of what would be the best one, and his two best we haven't even touched yet. So you've got that to look forward to. I am looking forward to it. Um, we also talked about this. Like I feel like there's somebody I'm missing here that should be my favorite non-core four, but I decided my favorite for season one was Mr. Garrison. Ooh, I'm was surprised. that who you thought I was going to say? No. Who did you think I was going to say? Uh, Mr. Mackey. So, okay, see, that was my next guess, too, was that you were going to think that. Um, Mackey's good. He doesn't carry as much weight in season one as what Garrison does. Garrison has a lot of range. Um, even in Tom's rhinoplasty, you know, the worst episode of the season, um, he was big in, you know, weight gain 4,000. He makes appearances um, all throughout. Um, was, was it Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride? Or whichever ever episode it was, he was like, no, no, I just act gay to get chicks. Um, yes. <laughs> I think that was even my favorite quote. Um, but yeah, and I was looking back through all my stuff, my favorite quotes, my favorite moments, a lot of it tied to Garrison. Uh, which, quick side story here, about this time when I was in 7th or 8th grade, um, so this was just a little bit before that, or a little bit after that, uh, we took our, our trip to Six Flags, our class trip, mm-hmm. and there was some damn carnival game where you could, I don't even know, Throw a baseball, knock down the jug, whatever, and win a prize. Well, one of the prizes you could win was a a Mr. Garrison puppet. Oh, goodness. I spent like 25 bucks trying to win this fucking thing, and I finally realized I'm not going to win the game. Um, but for whatever reason, I, I kept going going after it, trying to get it. And I never did get my Mr. Garrison puppet. It's very sad. But, uh, yeah, so Mr. Garrison was making an impression early on there, and uh, that's why I went with him here. All right, and so this next uh, two categories are kind of your specialty, so I'm going to let you take it. So the best Kenny death, I went with the episode. Okay, so I actually had two episodes I wanted to mention here. Um, At number one, I did put uh, death. Um, (laughs) Appropriate. Right, obviously it's kind of all based around Kenny's death. Um, but I'm just going to go through the notes here on what I had listed for his death again. Um, so death appears when the boys are trying to kill Stan's grandpa. They think that he is there to take Stan's grandpa, but he ends up chasing the boys. Uh, but they don't know that he is actually only coming for Kenny. Uh, the chase pursues. They end up watching Terrence and Philip together. Terrence and Philip ends up getting canceled and death gets mad and kills Kenny. His spirit then floats away with death and the rats come and drag Kenny's body away. So well written. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but I did also have the uh, honorable mention to Pink Eye, because um, obviously you have Kenny dying and then coming as a yes, zombie. Yes, zombie Kenny. But yeah, what was your best so Kenny So we actually, you named two, and we actually have no overlap here. Ooh. Um, Damien, the, his death from Damien, where uh, Damien turned him into a duck-billed platypus. Oh, and that's later, right. Later in the episode, he was killed by Jimbo, um, who shot him, of course. So, yeah, uh, that was my favorite. Wow. Honestly, I had to go back and read all the ways Kenny died in season one to figure out which one was my favorite. But I think that was any time a duck-billed platypus is involved, I'm game, you know. Um, <laughs> and so then our next category is the worst Kenny death. 
So I don't know if we thought of this the same I, way, but I, I put Mr. Did, Hanky yeah. the Christmas yeah, exactly. Um Because there was no death. <laughs> exactly. There was no Kenny death. Um, that's the um, that's the easy so way yeah. out there, um, and that's what I chose as well. You know, he didn't die, therefore <laughs> you can't you can't say right. it was uh, a death. Um, honestly, if I had to pick the worst one without that, I wouldn't even know where to go. Um, the te- the yeah, tether, I, the one I where mean, he dies in the tether ball thing, was kind of dumb. Um, I wasn't a huge uh, fan of yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. But, and I think there was one. The one he gets attacked by turkeys too was kind of like meh. Um, but that the, that might have been the one though where they did it at like the very very end because they've. <laughs> it's like oh yeah we'll do this now. I'm like oh we forgot to kill right. Kenny. I guess we'll kill him. All right. Um, any other highlights we need to cover there? Um, I don't think so. I think that's uh. It's a good summary of the best and worst Kenny deaths. I agree. Um, so that brings us to our episodes four and three from our top 13. Um, our fourth ranked episode was the first episode of the season. Cartman gets an anal probe. Um, I came in very high with a 39 here. You came in at a 30.5. This should have been my second ranked episode. And this is another one. We had some cap. This was my ninth ranked episode. Yeah. Um, um, my score was totally fueled by nostalgia there. No doubt. <laughs> the no N-word. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, our listener score there was an even 30, so it was closer to you. Um, I'm sure if we did this season over again, I would come in lower, probably at like a 36 or something. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, like I, but I also, like, I totally understand, uh, the whole nostalgia. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously not my favorite episode, far from yeah. it, I would say. But yeah. um, I'd be interested to go back and watch that again, like from your perspective, and see if that changed at all, like if you had to rescore it, but we don't have that kind of time. Uh, <laughs> our number three episode for season one was Death. Um, you had the higher score here to 36.7. Um, I had a 33.5, and this is the last episode in our cluster of five that ends with a score in the 34s um it was a 34.95 um i'll be honest i don't remember a whole lot about this episode already um yeah i don't remember a ton about it either uh just right off the top of my head uh obviously i thought it was a good episode at the time <laughs> uh it's my number four okay um but yeah the death death it was uh, an episode. Obviously, I listed it as Kenny's best death. Well, yeah, yeah, and uh, and the whole trying to kill Stan's grandpa, or I guess I was going to say Stan's to, grandpa was a very key yeah, part in the whole episode. Stan's grandpa trying to convince him to kill him. <laughs> um, our listener questions got a few different things here. Uh, we'll throw out there. One question was, how does season one stack up against other seasons? Uh, Matt can't really answer. I this. have no idea. Yeah, um, and I wish I had some deep, well-thought-out answer here, but I just keep coming back to the fact that Season 1 set the foundation for everything to come. Hey, guys, are we talking about the pod or South Park? Um, in terms of overall quality of the season, I think if you were to take all 23, 24 seasons, whatever we're at now, and rank it, I think this one would probably be, like, top 10. Um I don't know if it goes much higher than that, though. But that's all total speculation and me just throwing that out there. Um, Somebody asked us if we were stuck on a deserted island and we only had one episode we could watch while we were there because obviously we're going to have a TV and a DVD player there. 
or some kind of desert island <laughs> streaming device. But in this hypothetical world, if you had one episode you could have with you from season one, what would you have? Um, so I can leave that one off. Um, this one was I did I did have kind of a an internal battle uh, on what <laughs> I wanted here, um, and it came down to either the favorite and funniest of Volcano. Or Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. Um, <laughs> I ended up going with Cartman's mom is a dirty slut Ooh, just because, just because I wanted a lot of Cartman. If okay. that's all I could ever watch anymore. Okay, your reasoning there's solid. I wasn't ready for something that would actually make sense to me like that, but I, you, you did it. Um, the last thing I would want if I was stuck on a deserted island is an episode with a cliffhanger. Um, because that would just make oh, me hate life shit. even more. You're right. I didn't think about that. <laughs> nope, your choice. You're stuck with it. <laughs> um, I'll never find out what happens. <laughs> and I, I went I went so many different places trying to figure this one out. Um, I think I would go with the first episode. Um, Cartman gets an anal probe because of um, all the nostalgia, all the memories tied with it. Um, I think I would want something like that to make me think about the other things in the South Park universe. And having that start, that first episode, um, was kind of where I wanted to be there. So, another gotcha. cheesy, terrible answer. <laughs> but at least it's not I a cliffhanger. Okay. All right, Matt. Um, I didn't put these questions on our timeline because a couple of them are for you. Uh-oh. Um, this one's not one you have to answer, but I did some research on this. It says, has Matt ever scored a core four character higher than Cartman? So I went back and checked the data, and you did twice. In two episodes, you scored someone higher than Cartman. Um, See, I'm not, I'm not terribly biased. Yeah, yeah. You know, two out of 13 is not bad. Um, <laughs> in, in death, you ranked Stan at a 2.7, and you gave Cartman a 2.5. I think that's well-deserved. And then in the worst episode of um, season one, you ranked Kenny a 2.5 and Stan a 2.4 in Tom's rhinoplasty, and you gave Cartman a 2.1. See, that's why it was the worst episode. I, I knew you were going to say that, and you know what? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> you got to have Cartman. you got to have his moments. There's a direct correlation between how much Cartman is involved and uh, the score of the episode. <laughs> See? I mean, if I were to grade the pandemic special, it'd be up there, too. Right. Um, Although, another, Cartman didn't play a terribly large role in that. Was obviously, no, mostly but it, Randy. It, it was still fun to watch him socially distance with the giant stick and uh, set himself up for being uh, away from Zoom <laughs> classes. If you Does haven't... want to go back? <laughs> if you haven't watched the pandemic special yet, please do. So the question I have here for you, Matt, it says... Ask Matt which secondary character he'd like to see more of moving forward. Oh, see, now you got me conflicted because <laughs> I've already seen the pandemic special. Yeah. So because of that, I obviously am like, ooh, I want to see more of this Randy guy. Yeah. Um, Based off of season one, block that out. I think, I know, if I, if I block that out, mm, probably Mr. Mackey. Really? I thought for sure you were going to go with Chef, especially after I teased his songs just a little bit ago. <laughs> well, I I guess that's... I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to to a little bit more... I don't know. Maybe diversification is how I'm looking for. Okay. Because um, obviously, based on this first season, it's 
the core four are are huge, and there's a sprinkle of some here and there where the secondary characters play these larger roles in the episode than the core four do. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm looking forward to a lot of to a lot of multiple people. Uh, I'm looking sure. forward to more chef. Hey, everybody ever seen my balls? They're big and saucy and brown. Uh, seeing Randy in the pa- pandemic special, I'm looking forward to more of him. I thought this was America. Huh? Isn't this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Looking forward yep. to more Mr. Mackey. Because drugs are bad, okay? It's a bad thing to do drugs, so don't be bad. By doing drugs, okay? That'd be bad. Drugs are bad, okay? Um... But yeah, I mean, I don't know. And I, I think I went with Mackie because it's like when he did make an appearance in season one, he's very funny. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, uh, the he's laugh factors there. Always been one of my favorite characters. And I wasn't sure if I was ever justified in it. But hearing you say that makes me feel a lot better about my opinions there. <laughs> um, the other question is one I don't have an answer to yet. Um, but we're going to try to figure this out together. Which episode carries the most relevance now? And that's that might be a deep one. We might have to have a separate podcast just to discuss that. Yeah, no shit. Um, um, uh, maybe <laughs> Gay That's where I was settling to. And I, I, I think that was, like I said, their first big play at a major issue. Um, you know, diversity, individuals' rights, that kind of thing. And I mean, that still holds up today. You know, there were there were some relevant issues mentioned. And like, that's why we had some differences in scores at some point was because, you know, oh, I didn't know that was an issue back in 1997. Right. You know, whereas that's something that's obvious, right? Yeah, exactly. Um I'm just looking through. There's not only one that might like have a decent comparison. Um, is volcano? Okay, I, I see where you're coming from here. Yeah. Um. Just with uh, with the whole oh they're look they're they're coming right for us. Um. Yeah, and like the whole animal rights thing. Yep. I uh, could I could see that. I don't think it's quite. I don't think it matches up well enough. I think Big Gay House is where I'd have to go with that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the most relevant. Um, there were there were other good relevant parts of episodes, um, but that was that was the big one. Yeah, there wasn't one where it was involved in the main storyline. Yep. All right, and before we transition to our top two episodes from season one, let's talk about the number two thing we learned in the first season of our podcast. Go ahead, Matt. So the number two thing that I learned, uh, this is going to be pretty uh, cliche, but South Park is a good TV show. South Park's, I mean... Uh, I mean, that's just... That was a safe safe choice. Yeah, I mean, that's just where I had to go with that one because obviously from my perspective, I mean, this is the first full season of South Park I've watched. Yeah. Um, and I've enjoyed it, like I've like I've mentioned. So I, I feel like I had to put it in there that that's something I learned. It's a good TV show. Yeah. So, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Now, Matt went for the safe route there. I'm going to go a little more controversial here. Ooh. The number two thing I learned here is that our scoring system is flawed. <laughs> our scoring system sucks ass. Yeah, but I'm kind of teetering on five stars or one star. But... 
Um, the bottom line here is that it was something we wanted to put in place so we could have a purpose to our rankings. Um, we know it's not perfect. It gets the job done. And I think part of that, too, what we've learned as we go through here is, you know, when we started this, I didn't want it to be a show just that it was a review show. Because there's review shows everywhere. Like, eh, any asshole can pick up a microphone and review something. Look at me. But I wanted it to mean more than that. I wanted it to have more than that. And then you and I both talked. You know, we wanted the numbers related to it, too. Because, you know, we're numbers people. And I'm learning through that that, you know, we don't need the scoring system as much as, you know, to be to be a thing, to be relevant for us. But we have, you know, we have some ability as a review show. Which I would have never thought. Um... Yeah, I I don't think I necessarily disagree. Yeah. Um there's there's definitely times where I'm like why why like but <laughs> yeah. Um and so if any, anybody has suggestions for how to improve our scoring system, we'll gladly look at it and we can always adjust oh, as needed. But Absolutely. Yeah, and I I mean like obviously when we if doing a podcast, we obviously want to make these adjustments now rather than realize and be like oh we definitely should have changed it after season one yeah and have that discussion when we're through six seasons um right so yeah that's definitely a discussion drew and i will probably continue to have uh as we get ready to to get started on season two here definitely we'll have uh we'll have some things to discuss there so that brings us to our number two and number one overall episode um, our number two episode for season one with a composite score of 38.8 was Volcano. Um, Volcano is one that we both just picked as our favorite episode of the season, but it didn't finish there in the standings. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I think we've both reached the point in the show where this has gone on for like an hour and we're like, oh God, just get it over. Well, no, it's, I don't, I, I just... So, for me, it's like I'm looking at that, and like, obviously, when we both say it's our favorite episode without looking at the scores, and the funniest episode without looking at the scores, I think it goes back to kind of the topic that you just hit on. <laughs> uh, yes, the scoring there system must is clearly flawed. be a flaw in the scoring system. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, so yeah, I think that's the the main point for me there. Uh, obviously, it's not like it's like number seven or something terrible yeah. like that, but. Still, like if it's our favorite episode, we both thought it was the funniest. Like, why is it number two? Yeah, um, but I think I, I digress. Th- I think part of that for me that makes it a little bit easier to deal with is that our listener score for it was twenty, twenty point five. <laughs> Thanks, Wes. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> um, and so you know, it's like yeah, maybe it's not supposed to be number one all the way up there. But like I said too, I was harder grading Volcano than I was on some of the others because I was afraid I was going to overrate it. Yeah. Um, right. The important thing to me is that there isn't a huge gap between Volcano and our number one episode. Um, also true. And so, I mean, I think at this point with our scoring system, both of these two could stick at the top for quite a while. Uh, I would agree. Um, like I've said yeah. about season two, I know there's some good stuff coming up, but I don't know. I don't know if it's anything that'll overtake the top two. Right? Is it like good stuff where it's like? top middle or is it good stuff like it's gonna bump all everything down so i guess we'll see yeah yep um and that brings us to our number one episode 
which if you haven't figured it out yet, was Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. Uh, I came in at a 41. Matt came in at a 37.3 for a composite of 39.15. Listeners came in with a composite of a 37.03, so it was well-liked by everyone. Uh, my highest-rated episode of the season, where did you put it at, Matt? Was it three for you? Uh, so this is my number, yes, number three. Okay. Uh, and looking at this again here, what, what sticks out to me is that there was four listener scores. And yeah. the composite listener score still came in just just over 37. Yeah. Was uh, that our second highest listener score? Second highest, but the highest was only one review or one yeah. score. Um, so that's, I mean, that was one one person. Yeah. Um, it carries some weight. Yeah. I mean, when you have when you have four four other people outside of us that also think it's it's decently up there. Um, yeah. I mean, I I get what you're saying. I get it. It probably should be at the top spot um and like this is the point like this is the point that i was looking forward to it's like now we get to really look at this and be like does this belong here does this belong there like and what do we think and like that's the fun part yeah um and so i'm going to throw that in right now just kind of an on the fly question we've reviewed the whole rankings um what is there anything that you think definitely needs to be in a different spot not like we're changing it, but if there was anything you could change, would you change it? I think you're right on the an elephant makes love to a pig. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's at number 10, but I think it. De- I think Mecha Streisand and Weight Gain 4000 should definitely be above it. Yeah, it, definitely um, Mecha Streisand. I don't know about Weight Gain 4000. Like, to me, there was a very clear bottom three episodes, and yeah. it was an elephant makes love to a pig you know, Tom's rhinoplasty and weight gain 4,000. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Uh, and I obviously gave weight gain a 20.3, so... Right. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently that episode sucks. Uh, but yeah, yeah what do you right? think? Um, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, I think, should be the number one episode. And it shouldn't be by much, so I think we got that right. Like, our one and two I'm very happy with. Um, I still feel like Big Gay Owls, Big Gay Boat Ride should be higher but at the same time, it falls in that gap of the five episodes that are less than a point apart, you know? And so it's like one little thing would vault it all the way up to number three. So, um, and that's going to be, you know, unfortunately part of our, our scoring system. We're going to have a lot of things super close together and we're going to just be splitting hairs with it. So, yeah. And, and that's the nice part. It's like, we, as you kind of said before that we now have the foundation um, so it's going to be interesting to see kind of how that clump adjusts mm-hmm. and then any outliers and whatnot. So. Yeah. I can't wait to start adding season two stuff to this. It's going to look uh, <laughs> quite a bit different. Yes, um, it will. All right. Last thing to do before we hit our exit. What is the number one thing we've learned through season one of our podcast? Matt, I'll let you go first. So my number one is that doing a podcast and a blog – uh, and everything that we're we're trying to do with this is quite the commitment. Um, it is, and that is uh, not. I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, I think uh, I think we kind of went into this, and maybe and maybe maybe it was just me, uh, but kind of into this. Oh yeah, we'll we'll kind of do this here and there. Um, but it's like, 
like we quickly started to see some growth, as you said. Yeah. Um, and now it's like we're like, where where is the ceiling here? Like I don't see one. So right. Um, and it's like exciting. Um, but it definitely. I mean, you, we're we're we've definitely had to become invested and and commit yeah. to improving the quality. Uh, and that's why we we hired an editor. That's why we're doing the things we're doing to kind of continue to push this thing along yeah early on you and i would just kind of sit down and hop on discord and shit out an episode and not think anything of it but there's a lot of production that goes into it now you know we've got episode outlines we've been working on things for this episode for like two weeks now trying to get everything that we wanted to include and get you know fan stuff involved and there was just a lot a lot that went into it like i wasn't even sure i was ready to do this episode tonight but i think we've made it through that's definitely true yep Um, how about you the number one thing I've learned through season one of our show is that Matt doesn't know jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just Why being did honest. I have a feeling that's what it was going to be? I mean, oh, it was a layup. Man. I couldn't pass it up. Um, oh, my god! The number of times that, uh, you know, we've said, oh, Matt, what do you know what this is? No, no, no. Uh, you did get Bob Saget last week. What was the conversation we had? Oh, <laughs> Um, in the show notes, I put, uh, you know, favorite episode sans scores. Oh, and God. <laughs> Matt texted me before the show, what does sans mean? <laughs> and uh, it's not it's not a word people use too often. Usually if you hear it, it's about comic sans, but that um, made me laugh. Um, but, uh, you know, that highlights my favorite moment of the whole season when uh, I think that was when Pat was the guest and we were talking about Nambla. And uh-huh. you, you had no idea what Nambla was. And so you Googled it on the show and um, hilarity ensued. So, yeah. Um, and don't worry, Nambla will be making an appearance in South Park again at some point. Don't you Ooh, worry. Yes. <laughs> little uh, little teaser um, there. So I will comment on that really quick. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> so, so this is nothing new to me. Um uh, as you know, and maybe the listeners don't, uh, I do help coach a high school football team here. Yes. Um, and so all of the coaches love to just make fun of me endlessly, uh, <laughs> mainly for the fact that um, they'll they'll be saying like movie quotes to each other. Uh, and there's actually like we play like we'll go out to dinner sometimes uh, and we'll get like we, we'll, we'll play this thing where it's literally just like. Ask Matt movie names and see if he's seen them, <laughs> and I think I'm at like a like a five percent scene rate. Oh man, or something like that. Uh, like it's bad. Like I have not. I just don't watch movies. I've got uh, no room to talk there. I'm like the worst at watching movies, so I completely uh, understand. But it's just like it's just like, and it's not just movies though. It's just like all this other shit, and I'm like. I've noticed. I, what do you want me to do? I just don't know all of this and stuff. I, I think we can highlight that and put a bow on it by saying, you know, it's obvious because you're the guy who hasn't seen hardly any South Park as a 23-year-old in the uh, year 2020. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. It does. I, I don't know why I never connected that before, but yeah. Um. So, no, yeah. and I, I think I think obviously it's a generational thing. Like, oh, absolutely! Especially with a lot of the early South Park stuff, like a lot of the references, some of them are even old. Like the whole Mecha Streisand episode was a lot of stuff that I didn't even know. Right, uh, and even beyond that, it's like 
like you grew up obviously like watching that stuff like yeah when i was a kid like we had playstation threes like <laughs> i had no reason to watch a tv when i could play <laughs> call of duty like I don't, yeah yeah i didn't like that's what i did and when i wasn't doing that i was playing sports or uh whatnot so it's just i think like the the difference in like like what was available for entertainment and pastime as yeah. well uh, let alone like the era difference. All right, so let's go ahead and finish up here with um, the way we always finish up. Uh, thanking all of our listeners and people who followed along with us here for season one. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at the SOSP. Did I get it right? Yep. <laughs> I know I messed it up last time, so I had to ask. Uh, <laughs> You can always check with us and get in on the Discord action. We have a lot of fun stuff over there. Um, links we share, conversations we have. You can share your play-along scores if you would like. Um, and as always, if you get bored and you have time and nothing else to do, you can read our blog at <laughs> www.thespiritofsouthpark.com. Matt, is there anything else you'd like to add here? Uh, all I would say is it's been a fun season, and uh, I'm looking forward to the future. Definitely. I cannot wait to get started here on season two. Um, and as always, thanks to our editor, Matt Caruso, um, our theme song, which was written by Alexander Nakarada. For my co-host, Matt, I'm Drew. Be safe, be healthy, be a good person. And we will see you in season two. Screw you guys. I'm again.